Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to Lizzie Cooperman's In Your Hands. I'm Lizzie, and this is a show where you truly steer the course of my fate on a weekly basis. You are at the helm of my life. It is in your hands. I hope you're tending to your cuticles because I truly seek your counsel every week. The show comes out every Thursday. That's when you go to my Instagram stories and vote. I get the results on Friday, and I have to take immediate action. And I don't want to wait a moment longer. Let's peer into the past. Last week's episode was called This is Fire, This is Us, and you had a choice between me allowing my task rabbit to set me on fire during a performance, I should specify, not in the comfort of my home, like life's not that easy, or possibly becoming a tour guide for the hit drama This is Us. You came back with a resounding This is us. And I come to you proud to announce I have secured the position. I've already started with some preliminary duties. Like, let's just say the crock pot is heating up. Um, also worth noting, I never heard from my task rabbit again. Uh, I think we called him Rajika, like Roger and Jessica rabbit. Cause he had lovely red hair. Rajika, we wish you the best and a life full of nearby water sources. So let's get into the present. I'm excited about the tour position. I'm like, I'm really hoping COVID goes away by the time I start. I also have to say, I'm really missing having a writing job. Just a routine, a daily experience, health insurance. It has been on my vision board. I've also really been wanting to get out of LA. I've really been wanting to do shows out of town and just get out for a minute. And I remembered there's a job that's been circulating for a while where you move to Stamford, Connecticut to write for WWE. Yes, the world wrestling. There's no the in there. Sorry, wrestling fans. Yes, world wrestling entertainment. The more I thought about it, the more I got excited about the idea of just the spandex and just the overall theatricality. You know, I did have a vision of myself moving to Stamford. I feel like I would wear those giant scarves that double as like 10 other garments, just just my entire body wrapped 
you know, maybe holding hot cocoa near a waterfront. It's now June. I don't know why I'm saying this. Okay. The other option for this episode is I have talked about this. Um, I think in the hair grab Jerry club episode about not having any upper body strength. And this became extremely apparent to me when this weekend, my friend who happens to be a guest on this episode and I found a mirror on the street, a giant mirror and tried to lug it back to my apartment. I could barely make it a block. And I am starting to get bye-bye arms, which are the arms that kind of wave goodbye when you, there's just like a ripple effect. I really haven't had time to prioritize working out. So I thought, why not make it fun? So I created something not just for me, but if you vote for this, I'm hoping you'll do it too. It's one of the options and it's called P90LZ. That's Power 90 Lizzie Workout. And the way it works is it's a 90 day workout. For the first month, you do 10 presses, 10 dips. And I'm not talking ranch, honey. And then 10 push-ups. Second month, everything goes up to 20. And third month, everything goes up to 30. And then after 90 days, if you choose this, I have to post a video of myself waving. And you're going to do it too if you vote for this after 90 days. So that is September 7th because the show, we're going to get the results on June 9th. So 90 days from then, it's September 7th. Post a video of yourself waving. It doesn't have to be in any athletic form. It can be, you know, you're hailing a cab. You're expressing camaraderie to a neighboring speedboat. Okay, guys. So we have WWE or P90LZ. First, I wanted to make sure that my plan for the P90LZ was solid and would be effective. So I thought I would call a personal trainer Just a tip for calling personal trainers, even if it's listed that their business opens at 6 a.m., they are just normal people sleeping. And I discovered that the hard way, awakening trainers across the greater Los Angeles area. This is Cindy. I'm sorry I woke you up. Basically, I created like a workout plan and I just wanted to hear your opinion on it. Sure. My... I don't want to say my problem area, (laughs) my treasured area that I would love to work on is under the arms, Um, which I feel like is pretty common with women. Would you say? Yes. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, How do you feel about this? So starting out for a month doing 10 dips, is that, is that the correct term by the way? Yeah, well, tell me how you're going to do the dips. You're going to be sitting on a chair, putting your hands on the chair and dipping down? I think I would be... Wouldn't you just be kind of in chair pose with your arms behind you like on a coffee table? Yes. yes. Okay. Okay. So that kind of dip, 10 kind of with your arms like a goal post with weights Mm -hmm. going upward... And 10 push-ups a day. So go post position. And which way are your hands? Are your hands the um, palms facing forward or are they facing to the side towards your head? I was thinking so kind of goal post position. This is the first time I've ever used a football metaphor in my life. But uh, Uh (laughs) palms facing each other with maybe like five pound weights. Okay. Yes. Okay. That's good because the other way you can get some impingements, especially when you're starting out. Ooh. Okay. 
So okay. I was thinking of doing that for for 30 days. So 10 of each of those things. And then the second yeah. month doing 20 and then the third month doing 30. And so it would be a 90-day program, basically. Do you want to go back to that third one, which is you said push-ups? Sure. Yes, and push-ups. I would do the kind okay. with your knees firmly planted on the ground. Okay, from the knees up. Okay. Because, you know, I don't know your audience. I don't know their um, their age or, or their capabilities, but mm. most women can't really do a regular push-up. Okay. So that's a nice... Um, you you. It's really it's very simple. It's targeted, and you're getting some other benefits. Good um, key is that you keep your shoulders away from your ears, and you're pinching your shoulder blades together in the back. Now, if you're sitting there doing that right now, don't you also notice that your navel kind of pulls into your spine naturally? I'm not doing it right now, but I wish I were. <laughs> I haven't even found the right coffee table, Cindy. But no, no, but I mean, it should. Okay, sitting in your chair. Sure, sitting in your chair. Right. Okay, so you're just sitting in your chair. You're sitting up. Now pull your shoulders away from your ears and pinch your shoulder blades together. Okay. Okay. Now what's happening in your core area, especially Ooh. the front? Yeah, it's strengthening. It's Contracting. It's strength. Yeah. So it's helping support the rest of your body. Oh, okay. And you, do you see, and you want yeah. that to happen when you're doing all three of these exercises. Cindy, this is so helpful. I'm actually elated that you approve of my plan. <laughs> <laughs> the, the exercises are fine, you know. It's, it's the execution of the exercises. Okay. That makes it so important. Do you want to tell us what your the name of your business in case people want to reach out to you? Oh, sure. It's Lifestyles for Health. Lifestyles, that's with an S, for health.com. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Cindy. Many thanks to Cindy. You know what I did feel in my core was my stomach growling, which I'm sure you can hear. At the moment where she's approving my exercise, it sounds like someone just turned on a jacuzzi. Okay, my next expert is so incredible. I was trying to find somebody who I knew who had written for WWE, and I found that in my friend and hilarious comedian, Renee Gauthier. You did this during the pandemic. Uh, it was a year ago this month, <laughs> uh, a year ago April. So it was gently out of the pandemic because it was 2021, but still, you know, all precautions were being taken. Right. Yeah. My God. Happy anniversary. Hey, you too. I was waiting for you to say. (laughs) (laughs) Are you, what did you do with your apartment when you went there? Oh, I just, so, um, they, they require that you go to Connecticut, but they also pay for it. So basically I kept this this my place empty and just paid the rent because I didn't have to pay for expenses to live in Connecticut. Oh, so they paid for your rent in Connecticut. Yeah. They put you up in like corporate housing. I will tell you this, but when I got my tax return back, they basically included it as my income mm-hmm. without letting me know they were going to do that. Oh my God. <laughs> Renee. Yes, I can't. 
Oh my God. There's been words exchanged. So we'll see what happens. It's important to know because they will not, it's important to know because they just don't know how to, it's like if T-Mobile ran a television show. And I mean that in the sense that, not that T-Mobile is a bad thing. It's just they're a corporation running a television show that everything is corporate rules versus like production rules, if that makes sense. Okay. What if I was like, please do not bad talk (laughs) T-Mobile. Keep T-Mobile's name out your mouth. (laughs) All right, Will Smith. I didn't mean it. (laughs) Wait, so you were living in... I'm picturing kind of like a cold, sterile building. No, it was actually really cute. It was called the Irby. It was in Connecticut. It was four minutes from the offices. Um, The problem is it was in downtown Connecticut, which, you know, isn't Mm. as fabulous as it sounds. Did you have a connection or did you apply online or... So a friend of mine named Mike was got hired. Uh, he's from the East Coast. He had been looking for a reason to go home to the okay. East Coast with his wife and two kids. Um, we met writing on uh, a show like in 2011, and we've been friends ever since. And he got hired to be one of the head writers of the SmackDown writers room. So mm-hmm. he was like, we're looking for people with actual writing experience because they were trying to change the culture of the writers room to be... Uh, less like you'd have to know wrestling, but less like diehard wrestling fan and find a balance between knowing how to work on a television show and Mm. being a fan of wrestling. So I took an interview, I sent my resume once I knew, you know, how long I'd be off work Mm -hmm. and it kind of kicked off from there. So you had knowledge around wrestling before you applied. Yes, I mean, from my brother to about three of my serious, bo- two of my very serious boyfriends were all diehard wrestling fans. Oh. So, Wait, so how long were you out there? So they, they put you on a temporary contract for three months. Okay. Um, they can tell you to go or you can tell them you want to leave within that time with no penalty. Uh, but at the three-month mark, if they still want you to be there, you have a review and then you become a permanent employee. Mm-hmm. I knew in month one that I was only going to see out my three-month mark. Okay. Was that because of personalities? I just have been working long enough in the television world that Mm -hmm. I saw what the what the limitations were. Like, I don't know how to put it. Like there just wasn't there wasn't a lot of creativity, like unless you were the head writer. So it was a little stifling. And after at one point I was like, I can't, I don't have time to do stand up. I'm in the middle of Stanford, Connecticut. I went to New York a few times and I, I did stand up. I did, you know, a couple of the clubs in the surrounding area, but it just felt like I wasn't getting creativity anywhere mm. because I wasn't able to be creative because I feel like I got regressed back to feeling like I didn't know what I was doing, which is not totally their fault. It's on me too. But, but yeah, so it was just a little bit, my, my routine was highly shifted from what I normally do. Mm. So I think it made me depressed. Are the hours pretty grueling or? Well, okay. So you basically get one day a week off and that means you work six days a week. So you travel every Friday, every Thursday to shoot the show on Friday, 
you get home on Saturday, you have Sunday off, and then you're back in Monday. <gasps> Wait, you travel every week? Every week. When you left, were you just like, I feel like this is, I had a great time, but I'm taking off, or what did... Yeah, I definitely left on good terms because there was no reason not to. I made a lot of great connections with the actual superstars, mm-hmm. aka the wrestlers. Right. Um, the little interaction I had with Vince was very was very um, was very good. My interaction with him, like, there's a lot of stories about how he interacts. I did not receive that. However, um, there were a couple of girl. There was a girl, one girl in the writers' room who was so incredibly mean. Mm-hmm. It was, it was like, I, you know, I was like, I could probably turn her around. It's psychological. Mm. I don't know what's going on there. But Do you think she's still there? Was, she is still there. You have so much sense. production experience, too. I feel like they were probably just so lucky to have you. Thank you. I mean, I think what it is is the guy who had been longer there than my friend, they were longer than my friend, didn't, didn't think I knew what I was doing until mm. like towards the end, but I did love a lot of the writers. I, I really didn't just like anyone. There's one person that if he were gone, I would consider going back. Mm. You know, when a guy like, like almost negs you, uh-huh. like he, he was doing a combination of that and a combination of not, and, and I hate that it's like, and a combination of not thinking I knew what I was doing. And I think my ego, knowing I know what I'm doing on a television set, couldn't reconcile that. Like, I would I would submit what I wrote, and then he would rewrite the whole thing. So when I got to set and saw the script in its mm. final form, I was like, okay, how am I supposed to ask this, you know, female superstar to say the word, say the words, oh, the gall? <laughs> I was like, why would anyone say that in today's world? I don't oh, like, you say it. I'm just saying, like, it felt like someone doing cosplay for the Civil War was like, uh-huh. like, all of a sudden, it was a, the girl even came out to me and she goes, what does gall mean? She couldn't say it. She didn't understand it. Not because she's not smart, but just because it's not in her vernacular. Right. And I went and kind of presented it. And he was like, he, everything got blamed on, like, Vince wanted the word gall. And I was like, I find this hard to believe. Vince wanted to go. Renee, you have been so helpful. I feel like you've shed light on something that is really going to help people make a decision for me. And I, that's yeah. exactly what I need on this show. And if you need me to refer you, I, I will. Thank you so much to Renee. If you want to find her, she's at Nini Gooter, N-E-N-E-G-O-O-T-E-R. That was powerful. I'm like, some might say it had gall. Um, I had to cut a lot of that out. So if you want to find the full version, it'll be on my OnlyFans, which you can find in my Instagram bio. Okay, it's time to seek further counsel from my spectacular guests. Okay, I have two dear friends on the show today. I did look at your website for your credits, Kara. <laughs> Bitch, we're so close. (laughs) We're so close. I know. I should know these off the top of my head, but you do have a gorgeous website. Oh, I think I made it myself with Squarespace. It's so good, Kara. Is that an ad already? I mean, it feels like an ad, but I did make it myself. (laughs) All right. I just wanted to know if I'm a part of it so I can get my cut. Um, I just watched today on Instagram Ryan Stiles talk about uh, erectile dysfunction medicine for like a full minute. And I just, I've never had any interest in Ryan Stiles. 
I just sat and watched, like, <laughs> what has happened in this man's life that <laughs> has him that? doing – and he says three times in the thing, it's not a big deal <laughs> if you can't get an erection. It's not a big deal. And it's like, man. I mean, I know the guy was on the Drew Carey show for right. 12 years, how long that show was on. He was on oh. Whose Line Is It Anyway for 25 yeah. years. Yeah. And he's doing Instagram ED ads. He's it's like, I'm trying to get where, hard where right it now. takes us. <laughs> I've Kara Clank, she's the host of That's Messed Up, an SVU podcast. I almost said SUV podcast. That's okay. I almost say SUV all the time. Thank you. Yes. Um, who did come with me to buy my Kia Soul, which I talk about a lot on this yes, show. I was there. She's also been on Netflix, Hulu, Comedy Central, and she even wrote for RuPaul's Drag Race. I, even that. <laughs> even that. Even that. I picked what was your all best line? <laughs> I had to write. You know it. I wrote. Well, no, no. I wrote. You know, it's not like lines per se. It's like I wrote the sketch that they did for they did Gay's Anatomy. Like I did okay. the parody acting challenge. Uh-huh. So I just had to come up with like all this medical jargon and then turn it into like you know gay puns. So it was like diverdiculitis <laughs> and like homatomas and like you know uh-huh. that's it's a lot of pun based writing over okay. at the uh, sure. Oh I've done God. some pun based writing myself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, we have Patrick Walsh. He's written for Two Broke Girls. It's some of that pun-based writing right there, actually, yeah. It's Always Sunny. I actually learned a lot from your IMDb. I was like, what is Mothman? Oh, what? God. <laughs> that, that's one that you'd love to shake off the lisp. It was a uh, a written gun to the head, needed money, I think was paid $15,000 for a full script that aired on the Sci-Fi Channel. Um, turned it in. Was it related to the Mothman prophecy? Yes. Okay. Yes. In my mind, I'm like, can you get me the contact? That's how, like, <laughs> this was a long time ago, but I turned it in and they were like, um, the script is way, way too good for what we do. We need a kill before every commercial break. And that's the only thing we're looking for. You don't have kills uh-huh. at any of the commercial breaks. You're trying to write characters what and jokes. What are you, jokes developing a plot? And dialogue oh and et cetera. He was like, we're looking for kills. Um, and oh it's a God. horrible, horrible film that I can't get off my resume, unfortunately. Guys, that's check so out funny. Mothman. Guys, check out Mothman. Check it's out on Mothman. VOD right now. A Pat is Look, in it's town. a severely compromised work. <laughs> I'll say that. You guys, Pat flew in just for the show. He's here. He's, he moved to Atlanta to write for Ms. Pat. Oh, you did? Uh, not a permanent move, but I've been down in Atlanta. Oh, yeah, cool. I love Atlanta, and I love Miss Pat. I feel the same on both counts. I am missing L.A. I'm happy yeah. to be back for a week, but Miss Pat is the best, and she's got— You guys, Pat flew in just for the show. He's here. He's <laughs> He moved to Atlanta to write for Miss Pat. Oh, you did? Uh, not a permanent move, but I've been down in Atlanta. Oh, cool. Yeah, which... I love Atlanta, and I love Miss Pat. I feel the same on both counts. I am missing L.A. I'm happy yeah. to be back for a week, but Miss Pat is the best, and she's got the next Roseanne, in my opinion. It's hilarious. Yeah. It's rated R. You know, it's yeah. like hardcore. Can I ask, where do you watch it? It's on BET Plus. BET Plus, okay. Uh, and Paramount Plus. Oh, okay. I have that. For this show, so basically, Kara was asking before this, did I end up setting myself on fire? Because the last episode was called This Is Fire or This Is Us. I basically had a task rabbit who came in to fix this dresser that's been this like ongoing saga on the show. And he goes, I could pretty safely set you on fire. Wait, he said that unprompted? (laughs) Was he a stunt guy? Well, we were talking. He was a fire performer. And I saw that in his bio. And I said. Like in movies. Oh, 
I think more in fields. Maybe like at Burning Man. <laughs> you mean like a, a fire swallower was, type? Yes. Okay. And he was just like, you know, he gave me his Instagram. There was a lot of like baton twirling and okay. I think a lot of women in kind of leather um, holster yeah. type wardrobe. Well, it's flame retardant. Flame retardant. Yeah. <laughs> he has a prop. What's if the I can warning? still say I think, flame retardant. Uh, I'm going to let it pass. Okay, so so I kind of arranged for to maybe do it at Brett Davis's show. And when I got there, I was like, oh, my God, this would have been the worst environment. It was like a canopy of trees and uh. just like leaves everywhere. And I was thinking we would have. <laughs> In California, a drought-prone yeah. state. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, like, I thought the worst fire start was from that gender reveal that went bad and started, like, a full yeah. fire. But it would be worse. Like, this comedian has a podcast, and she set herself <laughs> on fire at a comedy show. And now Northeast L.A. doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> she put The world her- ending slightly earlier than expected this weekend <laughs> as local resident Lizzie Cooperman. <laughs> I did not set myself on fire. I now work for This Is Us Incorporated. <laughs> I'm going to be like, this is where the crock pot blew up. Like, I'm going to be able to take people. And this weekend, she had me, like, make a map. So that's what I did when I stayed at our guest, Kara Clank's house. This weekend, (laughs) that's where the map was born. I'm glad. It was born on your lovely sofa. (laughs) Um, So anyway, so this episode, we have two new choices. This is us. I'm excited about it, but it's not going to, like, carry me through, you know? Okay. And the it's only not like full time. It's not, like, full time. That's kind of, like, a once in a while thing. Right. It's, like, a couple days a week, probably, I'll be in a town car exposing myself to COVID-19. For... <laughs> yeah, town car is pretty cramped for a tour, I it would say. It is. And now, and what's crazy is for this episode, what I wanted to tell you guys I was trying to do something with a touch more activism involved, and I was like, what could I do? And I thought, what if I went on a police ride-along? Oh. Mm -hmm. Because I've just been having a lot of questions about that, as we all have. And I thought, well, why don't I just have the experience and see what it's like? See through their eyes. (laughs) Uh See through the eyes of a guy named Brett with a buzz cut. (laughs) Just for one shift. Um, and, well, you're always lecturing us about that thin right. blue line. <laughs> yeah. You know, and brunch kind of eventually gets taken over by right, right. pounding the table and talking about Blue Lives Matter. Our boys in yeah. blue, as she calls them. <laughs> so they were like, actually, we're not doing them right now because of COVID. So then I was thinking, I wonder if I, I'm in, in a car. The family from the Midwest. Well, here's the thing. A small family, because a town car only fits a driver. Are you driving? No, I'm not driving. So there's a driver. There's you shotgun, I would imagine. And then there's a family of three. So anyone that has more than two acquaintances, like, cannot book this. Or, like, dad's in the trunk. Yeah, like, (laughs) if you're like, well, we wanted to book it, but we have two kids, so we can't. Right. Like yeah, but our kids love this friends. is us. Yeah, I know. My toddler <laughs> loves Mandy Moore's transformation. <laughs> okay, so that's happening. I need supplementary income. And last night I was like, what can I do? And I remembered that there's this job in Connecticut, which is where you're from. Yes. So I was like, okay, it's all coming together where you can go and write scripts for WWE. Yes. I think I want that job. Um. And so one of the options okay. is going to be to really go after it full steam ahead. Yeah. I looked up the guy. The I know head people who've worked for WWE. So do I. So we could introduce you that way. 
I know people who have you written for the WWE. You know them too. Pat, yeah, but Pat Driscoll, Vince. Matt Vince McCarthy. Wrote? Matt McCarthy. I didn't know Vince wrote for that. Renee Gauthier just worked on SmackDown, I think. Wait, so this is actually within reach. Oh, yeah. The thing is... But are you a wrestling yeah, fan? Yeah, are you a wrestling they fan? They want to know that you're a fan. I am now. <laughs> the thing is, is when I when you first told me that this might be, like, the possibility, I was like, this is almost so crazy it might work. Like, yeah. you, you have such a... Yeah, you have such a, like, f- gonzo, fun creativity to you that that's what WWE needs. You would just have to, like binge catch up on like the history of like you need to spend like a couple days with Mike Lawrence trapped in a room ah. and like have him just tell you everything about with the supervisor wrestling. but yeah yeah supervised visits <laughs> so just wearing a singlet to Gelson's won't cut yeah. it yeah <laughs> that's no. the thing a singlet is like that's like high school wrestling you gotta learn like who's betrayed each other it's housewives like right. you like you make you you bring characters to the stage yeah. and that's what wrestling is yeah. as well Wow, yeah, I think it does. There is something about the theatricality, and it is comedy. It's like it's both comedy and drama. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, it's liter- It's a reality show, people say, you know? Like, I watched Glow, and I feel like I learned a little bit about wrestling through Glow, because it's like there's always a heel, and then people can, like, become the heel, and, like, there's always, you know, there's got to be romances. And As people I trying heel. to, You know, <laughs> like a villain is the heel. Okay. Oh, yeah. right, right. And um, so, but there's just a lot of history to it. Like, and these guys are, it's not like the kind of thing where you can be like, oh, I, I just got into it because they need you to know all of the like little facts. Okay. Yeah. Wouldn't Unless, you say? Yeah, that sounds right. I'm not a wrestling fan, but you could tell them you create characters in your act and that's where you would shine and you can learn the rest. I wouldn't lie and say that you know a I lot. do my act right. over Or I would just say I'm a newer fan. I'm a newer fan. Look, I got a job writing on Drag Race. I had only started watching it a year earlier. And that that's 14 seasons of television that I had to catch up on. Okay, and I watched I, a lot of it. Most jobs people get, you wind up watching 200 episodes yeah. the weekend before you right, start the right, job. Right, right, right. But okay. like I would imagine, yeah. and especially because I know a lot of writers, comedy writers, TV writers who have gone back and forth between those worlds, they probably appreciate somebody with some knowledge of how to craft a character and a script and et cetera. Mm-hmm. Okay. It could be a good move for you. Yeah. I'm really kind of excited about it. And what do you think about living in Connecticut? Sucks. Well, there's another there's another thing. No well, offense. let me tell you. Well, let me tell you. Yeah, I grew up in Connecticut. I would never advise like a young like person really. But the WWE is in Stamford, which is a, gr- a growing city and does have like kind of a cooler younger person scene in the last like 10 years because all these banks moved out there. So there's a lot of industry out there now and so now more people live in Stamford. And I think you back in the day you would have taken this job, lived in New York, and probably reverse commuted out to Connecticut. But I think you right. could actually live in Stanford. You could get a nice place. It's not the worst place to live. Where are you from in Connecticut? New Canaan, which is but I used to live in Stanford as a child. Oh. I used yeah. to go up to Stratford. Okay. Because my ex, so we we also both Yes. Know. It's we've lived so many lives together. I know. I forget. But well, Kara and I were NBC pages together. And this is when what we I was gonna kids. mention too. We were babies when we met yeah. at, at NBC as pages, and then I actually had an assignment at USA Network, which airs WWE. So yes. I actually was a PA on set for a commercial shoot with Triple H and John Cena, and I had to like How were take, they? Nice. Oh my, well, you know, I just wrote for John Cena on Wipeout recently. Okay. So one of my credits, Lisa, uh, one of my credits, Lizzie, forgot Strangely, to mention. Strangely, Lizzie left it off. But so okay. weird, because that's like... She wiped it right out. What I'm the most proud of? No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. I was mostly writing for Nicole, but John Cena actually is very um, funny 
for like a right. athlete. I saw you know? some I like of the, the Peacemaker show. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He's very funny for that. Like he has good comic timing. Him and Nicole have like great chemistry. But I was like a bullshit PA. I was, you know, I was a PA. Like they made me go to a laundromat with all of Triple H's pads because they had had to douse them with water and I had to just go dry them. Wait, what do you mean the pads? <laughs> like he was wearing like knee pads or some kind of outfit. Like, you know, he's been wearing barely anything, but like I think he had knee pads on or something and I they were all just wet and they were like, oh, can I take these to a laundromat and dry them? I was like, sure. And I didn't, I didn't care about wrestling, but my friends were really big into wrestling. I'd be like, I'm at a laundromat drying oh Triple God. H's pads right now. You didn't start. Fill a jar with the sweat yeah. from that pad and bring it home. You slept with it under your pillow with a knee pad? No. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's funny. Yeah, we okay. had that mutual friend from Connecticut. That's a different, that's closer to like where I went to college because I okay. went to college in Hartford. Stanford would not be, there's a nice waterfront. There's like bars and restaurants. My brother and his partner lived there for a little while until recently. And I don't think it's that okay. bad as as you would have maybe assumed back when we lived in New York. That would have been a really boring place to live. Is, yeah. Is there stand up there or is it? You'd have to go into New York, I Okay, think. okay. There's probably like one stand-up show happy hour like a month or right. something in Stanford right. or there's it's an open mic. Stam up. Ah. Yeah. I did something perform like there one time and my mom brought like everyone because my mom works in Stanford. She has an office in Stanford and so she brought like everyone Wait. to it. Can I and become friends with your mom? I don't know why you would want that, <laughs> but <laughs> I do. <laughs> okay. I wonder how close you get to the actual like physical. Part How of close it. do you want to get? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So, Cut to Lizzie like dating a wrestler. <laughs> shooting him up no. backstage. <laughs> tying Did off his ever... right buttock and <laughs> injecting it with steroids. How do you feel? Because now you're away from LA working in Atlanta. Is that, does it ever feel like you left and you're just never coming back? Like, do you ever get a panic no. about, around that? I get, what I get a panic about is being out there alone, even though I have coworkers. I just like yeah. I'm I'm out. So my options are basically with the stipend they give me, I can get a one bedroom in the city, which I did, and it's fun. You go to the aquarium and all that cool stuff. And Every day. Every day. Patrick just doing as it, it opens, I'm there in the aquarium wearing a uh, snorkel. <laughs> or you go to I can get like a four bedroom house two minutes from the set. For the same stipend because it's like yeah. so, you know it's like the farm country in Atlanta. So I've been getting these houses, and I'm like, okay, this is cool, and I'll stay out here, and I won't go drinking every night, yeah. and I'll stay out here and stay calm. You know, I got a lot of writing to do and stay focused. And instead, I just wind up feeling, like, very alone and scared out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. It. My uncle, like, lives out in, like, Smyrna, and it's, like, yeah, that's you know. close. And he has a beautiful, like, four-bedroom house to himself, but it's, like, what's out here? You that know, is, like, that's close to where I'm at. Yeah. So I, I don't uh, – I don't like it, and I've had about enough. But I have a bunch of friends coming out to visit in this next cycle. You sent me, Bridger, and Jimmy a picture <laughs> of your dining room table, and it was literally like in Batman where yeah. Michael Keaton's on one side and Kim Basing. It was like that long. So you started <laughs> out doing the houses, and you and so now you're in the city? No, I started in the city, and I realized very quickly that I was just going to be – you know, going out and drinking and, and yeah, and commuting probably a lot. A forty five minute drive to set yeah. every day. And sometimes you start those work days at six AM and I was like, I don't want to do this. So I just moved it out. But now I'm starting to miss the city life. Yeah, a bit. yeah. Or LA or something. Now do you think the best way to go about this WWE job is to just do the application online? No. No. You don't think that's so? never the best idea. Okay. Okay. 
No, you got to go through a contact or something. Okay. I just want a job. I want to apply myself. And mm-hmm. if that means I move to Connecticut and come a little closer than I normally would to male body odor, I am <laughs> more than willing to do that. If I have to hand someone a folding chair last minute to crack over someone else's head, so be it. I think you got to call every 15 minutes. But yeah, I agree. Never through the website. I mean, I had a connection. Like I had a family friend who worked at, you know, Lorne Michaels' office. Oh, no. And I babysat for Brian Williams. So he put a word in for me too. Oh, wow. You had all the connections. Yeah, well— but then you had to go in. That was just to get my application looked at. Then you have to go in and do that psychotic. You have to do this crazy. You get a first interview. And then if you make it to the second interview, you have to do like you and with six people on the other side of the table. And they just like, yeah, like fire. A to be a page? Style. Yeah. It's very intimidating. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. And it's mostly Ivy League, which I wasn't. I yeah, mean, I, yeah, me neither. I only got in due to my. Looks. My looks. <laughs> my looks. My, my package. You know what? And I should have made a joke package. about that. You are good looking. I should have been like, your looks. <laughs> no, that's how I took it as I as I take everything as a complete insult. <laughs> but uh, I remember doing all of that. But the only reason I really got in was resilience and calling. And, and, okay. and that's the only way you'll get in here yeah. because really? you don't have great wrestling knowledge. You're admitting it on air. Okay, right. So you got to oh, yeah. just plug in and show them, show them the passion. Okay. Yeah. Plug in, show them the passion. Yeah. Show them the desire for uh, for stability. <laughs> I'm yes. just like, I have nothing. <laughs> Scale down the desperation. Scale down the which desperation. Is reading in your eyes, frankly. Right. Tone it down. You know what? No, I'm kidding. No, I actually do feel that there is desperation coming from my eyes. I know there is in my eyes. Really? At all times. I feel I feel a sadness emanating from me. (laughs) I do. I don't get that from a Garfield-esque sadness. I feel the exact same way. Yeah. Anyway. So the other option is I, okay, so Kara and I went on a walk the other night. We're walking on the street, and we come across this gigantic mirror. And by gigantic, ah. I mean four feet tall, three feet across. No. Okay. It is so much bigger than that. I measured it. I'd love to circle back it to why I didn't get an invite shoulder. on the walk. It would come up to my shoulder, and I'm 5'9". But it so was maybe so, five feet tall. But it was 55 inches wide. Oh, Okay. Do we have any mathletes in the house? Well, that's four feet across. That's four okay, f- and a, a, four a, a few inches across. And Kara, the kind friend that she is, mm-hmm. said, we should take this back to your apartment. It said free on it. It said and- free, and it looked really nice. It's like wooden with like, it has like wood wood crafting around yes. it or whatever. Craftsman cool. style, large craftsman style mirror. There was a guy outside, and Kara was like, is this okay? Like, does it have bud be- like bed bugs crawling all over it or anything? Like, oh, I was is like, it a haunted ah! mirror? Yeah. Yeah, is there a spirit of a small child trapped in it? Yeah. I definitely was, like, worried about the bed bugs because of New York. Like, anything on the sure. street. I would right. never pick up stuff on the street in New right. York. You're like, well, I end up with my shoes in the oven if I take this mirror back to my apartment. Yeah. So he was like, nope, it's fine. Kara helped me carry this mirror. I thought I lived a lot closer than I did. In my mind, I was like, oh, it's, like, two blocks. We started carrying it, and I was like, I can't. I can't. Like, I was winded My I have no upper body strength. I am surprised sometimes I have a clavicle bone and that it's not just like fettuccine noodles dangling from a hanger. Like that's uh-huh. what I feel like. I'm just like, I don't know. You're not grinding out push-ups in the morning? No. And lately, as, you know, I advance into my later years, WWE, <laughs> you're like, they want young people. I'm like, oh, I'm like past my childbearing 
Oh, that was painful to say. But I will, <laughs> I'm going to say, I have what's called bye-bye arms, which is you wave goodbye and the bottom part of your arm waves goodbye now. Well, sure. <laughs> and A lot of people have that. <laughs> Most people have. I feel that mine have been advancing. John Cena doesn't. <laughs> yeah, John Cena does. Well, and why? Because he spends he's a 18 hours a day body working out. <laughs> I do not want my arm. Like, I feel like right now it's like, I think about also like Pillsbury dough before you roll it into the cinnamon roll. Uh-huh. I okay. want to strengthen myself, not just for appearance, but I will say sometimes in stand-up like videos, I'll be... You know, wearing like a sleeveless shirt or something, and I'll watch the video, and I'll just be like, "Oh, like mm. I wish it were just." And you do a lot of big arm-based comedy, yeah, gestures. Yes, yes, a master of gesticulator, demonstrating props to the master audience, master of gesticulation. Yes. Some might say, no. "Yes." You got your Italian mom character with the "What do you do with the no. hands up in the air?" <laughs> and... My Italian mom character, Mama Rosia, right? Mama Rosia. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, this is not an actual character. Well, <laughs> I mean, I, it's one of my favorites I mean, of yours, so I wouldn't rule her out that quick. It's based on Joe DeRosa's mom, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Mama Rosia DeRosa. That is so funny. Okay, so... Have you not even given us the second choice? No, that's what it's I'm coming. telling you now. We're okay. getting it. So I was thinking I need to do something about this, and not just because of appearance, but... Also because I feel like it's just unhealthy. You know, you're more prone to injury if you don't have upper body strength. Mm. So I was thinking of devising my own workout called the P90LZ. <laughs> and this would be a challenge that if they vote for this option, uh-huh. starting on Thursday when the show comes out, and they can do it too, you do 90 push-ups a day. This was the original thought. I would do 90 push-ups a day for 90 days. <laughs> What? Well, when was the last time you did a push-up? Wait, hold on. Yesterday I did 10. I, I do the, the kind where you rest your knees gently on, okay. the, on the carpet. But 90, I don't, I don't buy that I mean, are you saying throughout the day? You're saying you can okay. do like 10 in the morning, 10 right before lunch, 10 after lunch, 10 before bed, sprinkling out 90 throughout the day? <laughs> okay, I actually like You actually way. cannot do 90 push-ups in a row, <laughs> so I'm just trying to figure out another well, way. As I thought about this more and more, I was like, okay, well, maybe. And by the way, this is the option that's filling in for the police ride along, (laughs) which I couldn't do because of COVID-19. So this is me going, okay, what else in my life do I need to, like, advance to the next place? Because I've done plenty of self-destructive things on this show. I bought $400 worth of lottery tickets. Oh, wait, we talked about that at brunch. So yes. what, ended up, what ended up happening? Oh, yeah, I saw you after the fallout. I was carrying some... You saw some... me pre, pre, pre-stunt. Oh, Why am I pre... stuttering today? I am, too. This is bringing me back to my old grade Patrick. school shit. <laughs> I feel oh like the God. sadness in my eyes, it's coming from me, and you're absorbing it like a syrup into a bunt cake and then shooting it back to me. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. I... I didn't know yes. all that was going on. So that... He saw me right before the lottery tickets, because it was called Lotto Splurge... Or lotto splurge or journal purge. I was going to purge all my journals or buy $400 worth of scratch-offs. Uh-huh. My life was in a slightly more optimistic state then than it is now. I'll but say. $400 of scratch-offs, you must have won something, right? I won about half back. Mm-hmm. Oh. And remember someone had told you that you would definitely win it <laughs> all back, right? Okay. That actually, I kept saying that on the show. Like, well, Robbie, my lottery expert, said I would win <laughs> it all back. My friend Marianne, who's married to him— and is a hilarious comedian, said, 
Robbie heard you say that on the podcast and his jaw dropped. He was like, I never said that. I guess he said you had a good likelihood. Like there was a likelihood oh, if you no. bought an entire book at the drugstore. Anytime anytime anybody's saying they're a lottery expert. Yeah. I would say. That's a red flag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, well, the thing that is. Sounds like, remember that, that MTV show where they would come out of like the trailer on the date? Next. Next, yeah. They come out of, it would say what their job was. One of them would be lottery. Yeah, expert. yeah, yeah. That seems like one of those jobs. In Robbie's defense, I gave him that title because for every episode, I call two experts. Okay. So before this, there's going to be like someone on the P90LZ side and someone on the WWE side. So I'm going to have like brief conversations with people who are experts in those fields. But the idea with this is like, so this would come out. The week after the podcast, yeah. when I say the results, I'm like, and if you want to do the P90LZ, today is the starting day. And the idea is to build this workout through 90 days. Then after 90 days, at the 90-day mark, I have to post a video of me waving. <laughs> I don't have to even. And show I thought your, you were going to say a video of you doing 90 push-ups. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Well, you're going to be like Michelle Obama at the end. You'll be like. Ripped. Here's the thing. I feel as though the workout needs some work. It okay, just yes. needs to ramp up. Can like, we just push up? Start at 90. That's what I really... Yeah, and it's also just push-ups. Okay. That's... And how many days? 90? And at the end, you've got, you're have you still doing the same amount? The idea is... Okay, so right before this, I looked up some other exercises to mix in. So there's a... So I was thinking, 90 divided by 5 yeah. is 18. I did not just think of that. Now I... Take I your word, all right. the calculator on my laptop before. Yeah. So I was like, what if I split it up into five different things? So one is raising your arms up like a fork. Like, uh, what is that thing called? Goal the post. Football? A goal post. Raising arms like a goal post. So I would do Kara's <laughs> expression. <laughs> you got any dips? Kara's expression is one yeah, of you dips, dips are good. Deep concern. I'm very concerned. What is a dip? Oh, well, this. Dip, you get like on a second stair, you put your your hands out. Or on your, your bathtub, if you have a bathtub. Bathtub. Okay, I like that. So Squatty 18, potty. Okay, so 18 <laughs> bath, 18 bath lifts. Dips. 18 push-ups. Tricep dips is what they're called. Okay. Yeah. 18 push-ups, 18 dips, and then two more 18 So you're things. talking about creating your own circuit. Yes. Arm and, circuit workout. Arm circuit workout. And not only that, but you can do other things during the P90LZ too. You know, like you could do <laughs> such as I'm these like, must could, not be that wait. hard exercises if you can do other things. Well, if you're like, I'm going to do 18 things in the bathtub then I'm going to draw a tarot card. <laughs> Patrick, <laughs> You're making this up as you go. I kind of am. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm asking, like, what would make a what would make it fun for somebody to actually do it? Like if someone said you're going to have to do five reps of 18, mm -hmm. what would you want to come in between those reps, I guess, is what I'm asking. Is like a reward? You know what I'm thinking? 30 bathtub, 30 push-ups, and 30 dips. And that's 90. Why don't you do a bathtub, the bathtub and a dip are the same thing, I think. So what's oh, another thing? Okay. Are you talking about doing 30 goal posts? Yeah, 30 goal. Okay. <laughs> 30 bath, 30 goal. 
I gotta like tell that. you also, I don't know if you need to talk to an expert about how much actually goalposts <laughs> will really do for muscle building. You're gonna want to put weights in the hands. Or yeah, something. weights, small like like. Okay, it's also okay, half your people are not gonna have bathtubs, especially. Oh, right. Oh, but you could do it on a coffee table. It's a try. It's a dip. Okay. It's what you're saying. Second stair yeah, bathtub. Yeah, but ha- have dip. a strong coffee it. table. I wouldn't call it. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if I have a coffee table to support that. I do it on Matt my mirror. Foley's I'll do it on the mirror. Um. And then the video at the end. I, I like to do dips off my lover. I have ah. my lover crouch <laughs> on all fours, and then I do it on, uh, atop them. Oh, my Dip. God. I can't take it. It's like step one, find a lover. Then you can do the P90LZ. Yeah. Okay. Wait, and why is it not P90LC, Lizzie Cooperman? Yeah. Oh, my it's God. It's LZ for Lizzie. Lizzie? I mean, what you're, the hell? You're blowing my mind right now. I didn't e- I, LC didn't even occur to me. Should I change it? Well, LZ begs LZ the question, sounds, what does it stand for? Yeah, is it, sound, is Lizzie. it Lizzie with no... So it's P90 Push-Up 90 Lizzie Cooperman? It's Power 90 Lizzie. <laughs> okay. Power 90 because Lizzie. I actually looked up what P90X stands for. It stands for Power 90 Extreme. Okay. Yeah, I had some friends that were super down with P90X. So you're... Okay. So, because I do a workout at home that is a circuit training workout, so I can give you a little <gasps> okay, bit of insight yes, about this. Please. But the girl who does it is like, you know, I don't know. There's no rewards. So besides <laughs> feeling like you're working out. And what I like about a circuit is that it moves quickly. Like that I'm like, okay, even though I hate doing push-ups, it's done in... 10 reps. Can you, know? you do it without the knees? No, I, I usually do it on my, on my knees. Okay, because Kara, when we were lifting the mirror, I was just like, wow, you have strength. I mean, we're, I oh, I also need to get the bingo arm. You know, we all need to work. I heard you were throwing this mirror over your head like <laughs> a pizza pie dough. I mean, oh, it was two of us. Like I Mama Rosé. Like this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Mama like yeah. up at in the, the air, end. over your head, and you were doing these that Lizzie from Lizzie's workout. Yeah, I workout. was doing goalposts, <laughs> the goal holding posts. the mirror. Yes. Also, at the end, when I opened my front door, Kara goes, "I got it," and she lifted the whole thing by herself, and she goes, "This thing is light." It was not heavy, and we went inside. It just light. was not heavy. But I I feel for you Lizzie, that you, I want you to work on your upper body strength. My sister is like you where my sister has no upper bo- – I call them her bird arms because yeah. she just can't open jar. Like she can't – she's like, can you carry this for me? Like she just doesn't have open upper, mm-hmm. bar, bar, right. uh, upper body strength. Right. And because I consider you to be a fit person who works – you walk, you do workout stuff, yoga probably. I walk. I bought an elliptical machine. It That was haunted. I, I got – Oh, right. I would oh, have to play it again, one. sports. Are you serious? Yeah. Honey. All this time, the elliptical machine was right Could have just asked. <laughs> I didn't know you had one. Oh, you had a Peloton. Well, then, you? yeah. Yeah, never mind. Okay, yes. okay. Oh, okay. I, feel, I felt that. That was a very <laughs> potent reaction to Peloton. Well, it killed my husband, Mr. Big. <laughs> <laughs> I was but Peloton also offers circuit training workout classes so like that you can go on their website with like because my friend has a membership and like gifted me like a login that i could do that i haven't done it yet but because i have these other classes (laughs) that i do okay so what do you guys do for for your arms in that class and by the way i know this sounds like a superficial thing like guys listen to a podcast make me hot or something (laughs) it's really that it's always been a concern of mine and when i was little 
I wasn't allowed to play Red Red Rover or anything because my arms would just come out of the socket. Oh, God. And I couldn't play Ring Around the Rosie. And sometimes I would just fall asleep on my arm and wake up and be like, it fell out of the socket again. So I spent my childhood in, like, uh, arm slings. Oh, so there's some trauma around your arms. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, like, if they'd send Susie right over. Right. She would bash your arms and they could fall right out of it. To be fair, Red Rover can be very violent. I mean, kids hold on for dear life and then somebody like crashes their whole body through these distilled developing musculature. I don't know. I could see how that could be. I would break like a piece of linguine. I mean, I think you just need a couple of five-pound weights that you lift while you're watching TV yeah, from time to time I and agree. get yourself a little deafness. So you guys, so you would actually deaf. at this juncture, you would vote against the P90LZ. <laughs> P90LZ. This is what it's going to be. Okay, first month you do ten dips, ten goalposts, and ten presses. We do that for a month. Okay. What's a press? A push-up? You you told me what it was. Well, you know, you want to oh, re- you want to replace oh, goalposts with goal press. I'm with the press. So you're talking about push-ups, dips, press. <laughs> Seems like we should also be doing some bicep curls. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, damn. Well, you okay. can do this where it's you right. curl and then go up. I'm going to have to make a video. Curl press. Or something. If they vote for this, I'm going to have to make some kind of humiliating online contest. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to do— I have a feeling I know which one of these ah. is going to win, but— <laughs> They might go for the P90LZ. <laughs> Are okay. you moving to what, – wasn't your other one involved moving to Connecticut yeah. for this job? Yes. That's only if you get it though, right? Right. Okay. If I get the, if I get it, Couldn't yeah. you – wouldn't this be a zoom-in or a ride-in job? Why would you need to be there? I don't know how it works. Wow. that's re- Well, I think you'd have to be on set because – Oh, okay. I think unexpected Ringside. things happen in wrestling where, you know – Well, they better if they were being written right. Right. <laughs> Better make some unexpected like, shit. Once happen. his face forgot his one of those things with the teeth, but they're like <laughs> they're always like on the sideline, like slurping from a thermos. Those are people like Kara Clank. Wrestlers always have a thermos. They do. I feel like there's always like a water supply nearby where they're. I think you're thinking of boxers. Of boxers. Oh shit. Yeah. Oh no. Oh oh god. <laughs> Oh no! Okay. Oh my god. Okay. First so thing at the interview, she's like, Rocky has always been a hugely important <laughs> movie to me. You guys, so you for sure think they're going to go WWE. I mean, probably. Okay. Yeah. I'm just going to say, if you guys do vote, and I'm not I'm not saying I want one more than the other. I'm like genuinely excited about the wrestling, moving to Connecticut, starting a life, like meeting people who don't work in much respect, meeting people who aren't comedians, people who work at the bank, one of the many glorious banks of Stamford. Mm-hmm. Right. Because bankers famously right. fun to hang out with. Cool people. <laughs> Moral. <laughs> I'm just like, what's wrong? I hang out with bankers. <laughs> just come back talking about. She like sends accounts. us a text in a year, and it's like her in a cashmere turtleneck. She's I'm like, like, have you guys heard of Zell? I'm off to Stod with the, the, all the guys from UBS. <laughs> just rolling some quarters. Anyone interested? <laughs> rolling some quarters. Okay, so P90LZ, ten dips, ten goalposts, ten push-ups. Second month, we up it to 20. Third month, we up it to, to 30 dips, 30 goalposts, 30 push-ups. And then after the 90 days, and I'll, I'll mark that out and tell you guys what that is, that's when I post a video. I don't even have to say what it is, but just, as we call it, an Easter egg for the listeners of me waving and see if the bye-bye. Is it a slow motion wave so we can really I was see? Thinking- it's going to be flapping like a sheet in the wind. <laughs> I, 
Oh yeah, maybe you guys will be walking toward, and I'll go, guys. Oh, I'll be waiting. Now we have to agree to a shoot as part of this one. I'm coming back in three months. It's boyhood all of a sudden. We're shooting it year through the years. Oh my god. Okay, so that's P90LZ. So so if we're to wrap up, because I know you guys have busy lives, so. If you were to actually say, like, Lizzie, this is what I really think is better for you in your heart. Of the two options? Yes. I'll start. Knowing you, I feel like you do, like, re-energize and recharge a little bit when you get out of L.A. for a little while. Like, you had a wonderful time doing a little pandemic, like, you know, exchange program where you went to another state. What if you're state. like, we all know you went to Mexico during the pandemic. No, I know. <laughs> you were in Puerto Vallarta the entire time <laughs> clubbing. It was fucked up. Um, and... Uh, so I think that the WWE job sounds like, like I said, so crazy. It just might work. And you would be a cool, like a female perspective, like somebody that comes from the comedy world. I feel like maybe it's possible. And that I'm not saying Stanford's the greatest, but you could go do comedy in New York. And I think you would have a nice time. I think it would last for probably six months, but so. Kara's like, and you might be able to get me ringside tickets. Like, <laughs> we know, you know, me, shows the up huge WWE fan. Might be able to get me some more sweat-soaked pads <laughs> yeah. from some of the wrestling. I miss it. It's been years <laughs> since that I... That haunting oh smell. Yeah. Okay. So, to me, that's my opinion. It's WWE for you. Oh, my God. Okay. I love hearing that. It's so strange to me, though, that the choices are start working out or completely uproot my life yeah. and move across the country. That's what the and, show and is. And working out is in big air quotes. <laughs> <laughs> you only want to work out one small part of your body. Right. And you want to do it in this way. I, I just have strong arms and then just like like weak, dough-like legs. <laughs> your I legs think... start to collapse under the weight of your huge arms. <laughs> <laughs> like Popeye. <laughs> Good, good, good. <laughs> oh, that's what Dave Coulier was doing was Popeye. Yeah. Oh, okay. Just put put that together thirty years later. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. No, okay. maybe I knew that. Maybe. Patrick, what do you think is your? Um. Well, you know, selfishly, I don't want you to leave, Lizzie, for you know, go across the country. But that's what I. My thing was, I thought it was only going to last like a few months. Well, what does that say about Lizzie's work ethic and follow I just think through. she'll get, I'll think she'll be over it too. And that's also based off of what people we know have told us about working at the WWE. I think you'll be over oh. it after a few months. Oh. But that it would be a cool experience and it would be fun and you'd be good at it and then you can come back. Like, but I agree. You'll drink a lot of Dr. Pepper and eat a lot of protein <laughs> bars. I watched a video that was like, every day the head of the company needs a... Like some crazy Ooh, Vince thing McMahon? Like nine power bar, three MC. There's some like snack he likes. <laughs> you're watching like you're watching like the Vogue 71 questions <laughs> about Vince McMahon to get prepped for this job. Morning, Mr. McMahon. Yeah. I couldn't help but notice your tie is your favorite color. Yellow. <laughs> that guy's supposed to be insane, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Well, allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. I don't want to yeah. bring down his Someone lawyer, was but... like, he needs the power bar and the di Diet Dr. Pepper before he's seated. He needs to know okay. that it's there. Yeah. Uh, I... <laughs> Apply for the job, I say. And really go, I'm going to really go after it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God, I love it. A unanimous vote for WWE. <laughs> I thought you were going to say it in a really low, <laughs> crazy wrestling voice. 
Okay, you guys. I will say if, if it had been P90LC, I might have voted. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, but uh, LZ, I don't know what that You've means. You've got a branding problem, according to yeah. Pat. <laughs> you do. Okay, you guys, before we go, and thank you so much for doing this. Is there anything you want to plug coming up? This comes out Thursday? It comes out Thursday, yes. Listen, my podcast is coming to San Diego, San Francisco, Minneapolis, and Chicago soon. So if you live in those cities, please come see That's Messed Up and SVU Podcast. Oh, my God. That's so exciting. Uh, Myself and Joe DeRosa do the We'll See You in Hell podcast, which is now Patreon only. We are doing a live show in New York Labor Day weekend. Ooh, that's fun. It is. What's Watch. the venue? Joey Rose's? It is. Yes. Yeah. Well, at least the after party, but yeah, it'll be okay. around there. Thank you so much, you guys. Thank you. And Thank best you, of luck. Lizzie. Keep oh me posted God. on this. Thank you to Kara and Patrick. Follow Kara at Kara Clank and Patrick at the Patrick Walsh. And just to finalize, the P9DLZ would be 10 presses or goalposts, 10 push-ups, and... 10 dips. No clawfoot bathtubs required. I think it's time to gaze deeply into the future. Okay, I'm going to draw a card first for WWE. Knight of Cups reversed. Mm, okay. Normally, if this were right side up, I'd say this is great. It's a match. Upside down, it's kind of like an unrequited love. Maybe someone isn't committed enough. Maybe they don't hire me. Or, like, it could be my lack of commitment to watching 400-plus hours of wrestling to prepare for this. A lot to think about here. It's like a false display of affection, almost. Okay, let's draw a card now for P90LZ. Wow, another reversal. Three of cups reversed. Okay, normally upright, this is like a celebration, a coming together. Upside down, it's like I don't even have a social life. I'm I'm doing so many dips. I'm not dipping into what's truly important. Okay, you guys, also, if you want to see me perform this week, I have a show on the 5th at Bar Covell, and then June 8th, I'm at the Fable in Eagle Rock. I guess the moment has come. It's WWE or P90LZ. My future is truly in your hands. Starbanks Avenue, a podcast, <clears throat> a podcast network.